This is Sports Content Kings, talking to today's brightest minds in sports and entertainment. Welcome to Sports Content Kings, brought to you by WC Sports, a podcast dedicated to today's brightest minds in sports, figuring out the latest trends and technologies of the industry. I'm Aviv, one of the founders of WC Sports and Chief Business Development Officer. I'm happy to be here with my brother. I'm Shaka. I'm VP Business Development at WC Sports, and we are the Arnon Brothers. And today we are joined by Catherine Cochran. She's a group product manager at YouTube TV, and we're discussing what YouTube TV has been able to do in sports media. This has been such a good conversation and one close to our hearts, and we thank Catherine for joining us and sharing all that info. I hope you all enjoy. We have a fantastic guest. We have Catherine Cochran, group product manager at YouTube TV. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for agreeing to do this. It's good to see you. Long time coming. Yeah, nice to see you too. So Catherine, I think it'll be proper for you to letting you introduce yourself, given what you've been doing, what YouTube TV has been doing. We'll let you just give an overview and then we'll dive in. Yeah, sounds good. So, you know, I've been working on the product team at YouTube TV for the last six years, joined about a year before we launched the service publicly in 2017. So it's been a really fun ride, kind of building a, a new live TV service in the US from scratch and figuring out how we can really innovate in that space and bring a more delightful sports viewing experience to users. It was an interesting career pivot for me, though. I, I didn't really start thinking I would ever work in sports. I always liked sports. I played a lot of sports growing up. I watched a lot of sports growing up. I grew up in Boston, so we are all diehard sports fans there. Love the Patriots, love the Celtics, love the Red Sox, love the Bruins. People can't stay indifferent to that, right? It's either uh, with you, you or can't. against you, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And I've taken my fandom to California as well. There's a lot of diehard Boston sports fans out here too, I'll tell you. It, it doesn't die. And I always enjoyed it, but I never thought I'd have a, a career in it necessarily. I actually started my career working as an engineer in the medical device industry. So I was designing and manufacturing like metal plates, rods, and screws to fix broken bones. So pretty different from what I do now. Although we did work with a lot of professional athletes and doctors in that field. It turns out a lot of hockey players need metal plates in their faces. But that was kind of the extent of the overlap. And then I went to business school and I had a wonderful professor at HBS, Anita Elbersi. She has a great course on the like, business of entertainment, media, and sports. And so I knew I wanted to work in product management, but it was that class in particular that, that really got me excited about working in media and sports. So then I started over at YouTube and have really, really had a, a wonderful experience the past six years there. You came in knowing that it's going to be sports? I came in knowing that we were going to be building a live TV service, of course, one of the big pieces of that is live sports. I think I maybe met you on my first day of work, Aviv. Really? Wow, what an honor. I, I don't think I knew that. Might have been my first week. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, like for us, it's been a, a few years actually talking and working with you without really knowing what you guys are working on, because that was a secret for a few years. And you've been 
conjuring their like big shift, a big change in the trends on, in TV. And we were kind of giving up some sauce ingredients to what it will end up being, but under the secret cover of YouTube of Google's new product plans. So yeah, it was, it was a project that we put a lot of effort on, but it was on a need to know basis and we didn't need to know what it was. So we just put the efforts in what we were doing, which is a component of it. So it was a great guessing game to see what it's going to be. And uh... So Catherine, why don't you tell our listeners what's the product as it is in sports besides just YouTube TV? I believe people know what YouTube TV is, but what's the secret pieces uh, that we're talking about? Yeah, definitely. That's probably helpful here uh, <laughs> to explain it, especially for our non-US listeners. So YouTube TV is a US only product. So far. So far. We are a paid TV service. We offer more than 100 top channels of entertainment, news, live sports, and more. For people that want to cut the cord and not have cable anymore, it's a great way to continue to get access to all of your favorite content, all of your favorite teams, and all of your favorite shows and news. We try to have a really flexible offering, so you can watch on whatever device you want. You can watch on your TV, you can watch on your phone, you can watch on a tablet, you can watch on your laptop. We have a cloud DVR with no storage limits and no annual contracts or hidden fees. So we really wanted to bring the flexibility that people are accustomed to with, with YouTube and with streaming and bring that to the paid TV space. And actually, Catherine, in addition to all the traditional broadcasting channels, you also have other things that you're putting there in the bundle that you have the flexible bundle, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we know that people want flexibility and how they watch. Um, people have a lot of different preferences and what types of content they like. And so, you know, we want to offer that flexibility as much as we can. So we also allow people to subscribe to packages without having the, the primary base bundle, as well as a variety of other add-ons like HBO and Showtime, really letting people create the bundle of content that they want and be able to watch the sports that are important to them. And being on YouTube, like you have a bunch of really cool and unique features, like I know, like the DVRs and other data points around stuff like so in sports you, you got a pretty unique viewing experience yeah definitely this was a big area of focus for us you know i think traditional live tv i don't know how it was in israel for you but in the u.s we all had these like old cable boxes sitting in our living rooms collecting dust and you had the same cable box for maybe a decade but it never changed the technology never evolved and the guide everything just looked exactly the same but now that we're doing streaming tv we have this opportunity to really innovate in what we deliver to users and how we deliver and so we've had a big focus of you know one how do we just make it more intuitive the way you think about sports, you think about, oh, there's this game I want to watch on Saturday. You don't think, oh, it's like this channel at this time. And I want to go like find this specific thing. You just think I want to watch the game. So how could we build our UI in a way that makes the sports front and center, makes the programming front and center so that it's easy to find what you want the same way you would find it on, you know, maybe YouTube or Netflix or wherever else you're watching your content. So that was a big priority for us. And then the other thing was, how can we bring more innovative features? How can we leverage everything that, that Google and YouTube already have in terms of you know, video and sports data and really try to pull that together in a way that makes you know, a more compelling, more interactive sports viewing experience. So, you know, over the years, we've launched several features that allow people to, to really dig in, learn more about the game that they're watching, interact with what's happening, find new ways to watch. We'll dive into those features, but basically you're saying that if I go to YouTube TV, I switch from the set-top box to you, 
I have to give up on the experience of having the maintenance person come in and uh, drill in my wall. That's what I have to give up on. You do, unfortunately. Oh, no. okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. And you said the program or the game is at the center. So if you want to watch the Boston Celtics and you follow them, you don't need to like figure out which channel is broadcasting it today. Yeah, exactly. I can just say I like the Boston Celtics. Please record every Boston Celtics game and they'll all show up. And because that's what I like the most, our app is really personalized as well. So the same personalization, you know, you expect on other streaming services, you get that with live TV now. So my YouTube TV knows that I really like, you know, Boston sports teams and it knows I really like watching The Bachelor. So that's my uh, top picks whenever I show up. It's like, do you want, do you want the Patriots or do you want Bachelor in Paradise? But it knows me well and I don't have to go very far to find what I'm trying to watch. Don't um, worry, we'll edit this out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. The guilty pleasures. No, I'm, I'm kidding. So it's important to note here that this is a win-win because you as a viewer, you like the Celtics and you're going to get it. But also to the broadcasters that have just a subset of games, they now know that you're going to find them when they have the, you know, once a week or once every two weeks game. They know that you're going to find them because you're getting the access through YouTube TV. So that's a win-win for both the viewer and the local broadcaster, if you will. And it's a win-win-win. With you as the product group lead, you can basically build what you like and what you want, right? It's, it's so right. I do feel a lot of times like I'm building features for myself. We recently introduced key plays on golf, and I've gotten really into golf over the past couple of years, playing it, watching it. In a lot of ways, I felt like I was building a feature for myself there. So yeah, it's definitely nice to be able to not have to think so hard and try so hard to find the content you want. It's aggregated in an intuitive way across wherever it's airing. We try to make that as seamless as possible and reduce a lot of that friction that people have just become accustomed to having cable TV over the years. They just think that, you know, I'm going to have to go through all these clunky steps to be able to find what I want. And that's not the case anymore. You don't need to do that. I love that. Building features from yourself. You are a sports fan, so own it. You are building features for yourself and people like you. So I love that. And that's why your features are so cool and so engaging for sports fans. So, so awesome. So before we dive into some of the really innovative things during the game experience, how important is sports? You mentioned it in the beginning, but let's dwell on that for a second. How important is sports in the overall strategy or the appeal of the bundle that you have? It's been thrown around as sports being at least partly the glue for all these bundles. Do you see it like that based on the trends and the research that you're doing for real or is it just a buzzword? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's no surprise. Sports and, and other live programming are incredibly important to YouTube TV. In the US, you need a TV subscription in order to be able to watch most major sports like the NFL, NBA, the MLB, and others. So many of our subscribers join YouTube TV specifically for that content. That's not to say that that's the only reason. We definitely have subscribers who don't like sports at all and they don't want to see anything. And they maybe really like cable news or they really like The Bachelor or all sorts of other content. But we do have, you know, lots of people that are subscribing. I don't know that I mentioned this before, but it's a $65 a month service, which is much better deal than most people's old cable packages. So it's definitely not only a better experience, but also a cost savings for them. But the reason that you pay that every month is so that you can get those live sports games that you won't be able to get in any other way. So it's certainly important to us. And it's for that reason that we've really focused a lot on innovating in this area over the years. You know, it's what I've spent majority of my time on over the last six years as a product manager for YouTube TV is trying to figure out, you know, where can we innovate here? Where can we really dive into this sports specific experiences and build intuitive, engaging and delightful experiences? Okay, so let's break it down, if you will, a little bit. 
Sure. I'm tuning into a game. Okay, you're going to tell me it's going to be in 16K. I get it. <laughs> I wish. You know, between 8K and 16K, only my computer will know, I think. Not to be too cynical. But before we get to 16K, we're not there yet. How are you improving my experience as someone who's coming in to watch the game? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, first of all, first and foremost, we want to make sure that quality and reliability is there. The worst thing that, you know, could happen is you're trying to watch a game and you can't watch it when you're, you know, getting rebuffering or, you know, there's some sort of outage. So we put a lot of focus just on building really, really robust systems so that we can make sure everybody can stream, you know, dozens of college football games on a Saturday or, you know, all the NFL on Sunday. Having the advantage being like with the YouTube infrastructure, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was definitely nice to be able to build a TV service on top of YouTube infrastructure that's already streaming as, as much as they are. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of expertise at the company to be able to do this. You know, live streaming is particularly challenging, but it's, it's something we've put a lot of focus on because it is so important for our users. We can build, you know, all the bells and whistles on top of a live game, but if the game doesn't play the way that you want it to, it, it doesn't matter. So that's kind of the foundation and the core of what we focus on. You know, next up, we want to make it really easy for you to find the way that you want to watch. So, you know, maybe you're putting your kids to bed, Shaka, and you miss the start of the game. Maybe you're joining 30 minutes late and we'll give you the option. Do you want to watch from the beginning? Do you want to join live? Maybe you want to be able to text with Aviv about the game and make sure you're watching at the same point. So, you know, traditionally those would be your two options, but now we have a third, which is you can catch up to live with key plays. So that will just let you jump through all the important moments that happened from the start of the game to the point of live and know what's happening. And then you get to live within a couple minutes. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're watching at the same point of, of Eve. So we found this to be a really popular feature, I think, with people that have kids that go to bed at the same time as their favorite team plays. So you can make sure you're not really missing the important things, but you're still able to, you know, watch spoiler free. Miseducation, kids going to sleep during the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You either need to keep yeah. them up for the game and not indoctrinate them into your, your favorite team or exactly. uh, I guess do it sooner. But now we try to give people the flexibility. Another thing that we do is, you know, spoilers we found is a really big challenge for people, something that people seek seek to avoid. Actually, I'll give you a little story about how we how we came up with some of these. So at YouTube, it's really important for us to deeply understand our users' needs and their wants and their behaviors. And so we have a really big focus on user research. And that means that sometimes we find ourselves sitting in people's living rooms, watching them watch TV. And one thing that we consistently saw was that while people were watching a game, they were also on their phone, like looking up stats, looking up scores from other games, uh, maybe texting their friends, digging into their fantasy lineup. And we also saw people, you know, rewinding a game to rewatch a cool play that just happened. This was the motivation for a lot of these features. But one thing that, yeah, kept coming up was spoilers. Like if you're not watching live, you can't check stats anymore because everything's a spoiler at that point. And so there's always this struggle, like I want to watch the whole game, but I also don't want to get spoilers. So that's why we launched our, our stats feature, which actually syncs the team and player stats to the exact moment in the game that we know you're watching. So if you're 20 minutes behind live, we know that you're three minutes to go in the third quarter. We're going to show you the stats on screen from that exact moment. So you can still dig in, but you don't have to worry about the game being spoiled for you by, you know, going to some other website that has no context about where you're watching. So that was, you know, definitely these, these use cases that we're able to solve with YouTube TV that weren't really possible before. 
once you launch such a new feature, you're seeing the audience and market reaction, you're tracking the trends, you're seeing what works and then you double down on it. How, how does that work over time? Yeah, you know, it's a bit of all of it. Like we have a huge focus on understanding what our customers need and want and are asking for. I spend a ton of my, my job doing, you know, our formal user research that we do in-house, like reading what people are saying on Twitter and Reddit about our features, what they're sending in via feedback and really trying to, you know, understand, you know, where are we, where are we meeting those needs and where are we still falling short or where are there are additional opportunities that we can double down on. So we, we're constantly trying to make this even better and better. And I think in some ways we're solving needs that people didn't necessarily know they had. And, you know, sometimes behavior change like that can take a while, but it's really fun to read people's responses that, you know, catch up with key plays is letting them watch games that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to watch. Like, oh, I, I was just going to have to miss that completely, but now I can watch it. And that's really exciting to see. Are you seeing viewers, fans jumping from game to game and utilizing the key plays just to quench their FOMO? Is that happening? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely, I guess, getting into more anecdotes, I've heard that people will say, hey, I wasn't going to watch this other college football game because there's, you know, 15 other games on right now. But because I can watch key plays or I can quickly jump back and forth, like I'm actually catching stuff that I otherwise wouldn't have watched. It does give that flexibility, definitely. Also with our cloud DVR with no storage limits. You can just record all of college football and get every single game that airs on a Saturday, which is a lot of football, and you can watch it on your own terms. And, you know, you can be watching it, you know, one game on your mobile device and another one on your tablet and another one on your TV, another one on your laptop. So, you know, people definitely have more flexibility now, I think, to be able to tune into more games. So we actually touched this with all these examples, but I'm thinking about as a headline about personalization and what you're bringing to the table here. You know, there's different, so many different types of fans and audiences, like people that like different things, have different behaviors, different ages, different, I don't know, even at YouTube, by the way, you have YouTube shorts now. That's more like the very short form of watching. You have YouTube with all the maybe longer highlights and YouTube TV is like the more the traditional way of viewing, but I think personalization as a headline is also key to even monetizing or keeping fans coming back to you like you do also on the regular YouTube where I come on YouTube to watch a video, then I get the recommendations popping up and keeping me there for three, four times more than I planned. So how do you look at personalizing the experience as a goal? Yeah, it's, it's a huge goal. Kind of as you alluded to, TV is not one size fits all. A lot of people want a lot of different things out of their TV service. And you could have two different people that say... I watch this amount of TV on YouTube TV every week and they watch completely different things, completely different interests. But for both of those people, we want it to feel really personalized to them. And like, we understand what they like, why they're using YouTube TV, what content's important to them. So, you know, whether that's really anticipating what their morning routine is and the news that they like to watch in the morning, and then making sure that, you know, Later on, we know which show they're going to like to watch that evening or what game. That's been a, a big focus for us. You know, with, with Legacy Cable, right, everybody had the same experience. You would go over to the grid and you would be all in the you know same order. You'd have to know which channel number to go to. And, you know, there would be no personalization at all. But what we found is people want the personalization. They also want to be empowered. They want customization as well. They want to be able to control their experience. So there's a lot we can do to anticipate what people are going to want to watch. But at some point, we also want to hand over the reins to them and say, how do you want to watch this? Like, 
do you want to watch it from the beginning? Do you want to watch with key plays? Do you want to watch live? We let people reorder their channels, right? What's important to you? But what matters most at the top? And so that's kind of a really big focus for us. How do we just make TV feel like it's yours? So I think it's a mix of both of those things. It applies when you're both discovering what content to watch. How do we make that really easy and intuitive and empowering so that you can, you know, easily find the right thing. But then while you're watching, how do we let you, you know, really navigate through programming? Another thing we have in addition to key plays, it's a jump to feature. So it's almost similar to key plays for say news, where you can just jump to the particular topic in an hour long news program that's most interesting or relevant to you. So really letting people choose like, okay, maybe I don't want to watch, you know, these 20 minutes of coverage on a topic I don't care about, but I really care about this specific topic. So I'm going to jump in right at that point. So that's a big area of focus for us is understanding how we can innovate in that way and give more control to people over how they watch. And the fight over viewers attention, this is what we call the transition from VOD to VOC. Video on command or video on control, the, the fans, the users, the viewers want to be able to control. Don't spoon feed me. I want the, the control. I want the reins. Let me manage my time the way I would like. I think this is definitely a major trend and you're leading the charge on making it reality. Chaka and the way Catherine was describing it, I wanted to mention it too, but she was doing a better job at it than you. Yeah. Really like that. This is what... always. <laughs> I like that video on command. VOC. That's great. Yeah. You know, I think that's spot on. I think there's a mix of people. Some people still want that lean back TV experience. And we need to make sure that we deliver that just as well, right? And that is, you know, anticipating what it is you're going to want and make that really easy. And if you want that video on command, as you mentioned, how do we also make that possible and let those two experiences sit side by side in a really harmonious way that we're not, you know, forcing anything on people that, you know, you have to watch in this particular way, but you can do what works for you. You can command it being uh, lean back. Have the entire spectrum, yeah. Yeah, and, and trans. Transitioning from that box in the living room, like how do you see that in different devices now? Like is mobile a much bigger chunk of the viewership now? How, how does that work? Yeah, actually, first I'll give you a little anecdote about, you know, banishing the cable box from people's living room. One piece of feedback that we've gotten very, very, very strongly over the last few years is that people miss the clock that was on the front of their cable box. And they say they don't know what time it is anymore because they don't have that clock telling them. Oh, so we're true. actually in the process of, of rolling out a clock. We built a clock. You'll now have a clock on YouTube TV on the on the living room app. Genius. And it's these these small things that, you know, Amazing. are these behavior changes, which sometimes sometimes take time. And so it's been fun to see like how passionate people are about that one specific thing, getting rid of their cable box. Reminds <laughs> me of the camera shutter sound in uh, digital cameras. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Uh, people miss that. I need that even though it's not material to anything. They need the sound. So <laughs> here they need the niche thing. Yeah, they need that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're these like comfort, comfort things. Things you got used to and you're taking it away with innovation. You're, all your progress is taking what I got used to, uh, taking it away. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah so, no, exactly. It's great. But, you know, I think in spite of the, the missing clock, which has now returned, people like the flexibility. I think, you know, more than anything, is, as people are cutting the cord, you know, they do it because they want cost savings. They do it because they want flexibility with their packaging. They want to not be locked into a long-term contract. They want to be able to, you know, subscribe for the time period that works for them. And they also want the flexibility on how to watch. And so when we actually built YouTube TV, when we first launched about five and a half years ago, it was sort of designed with a, a mobile first 
mentality. You know, we had our mobile app and we had our, our web app. We spent a lot of time building those to really take advantage of that mobile form factor and, you know, that laptop web experience so that people would have that flexibility to watch how they wanted. Turns out, you know, people love watching TV on their TV device. That's definitely the most important screen. But making sure that people have that flexibility to seamlessly switch between all those devices is a priority. It just unlocks new experiences. Like maybe maybe a game starts when you're at work, so you have it open on your computer and you're watching it there, and then you have to commute home. So you switch over to watching on your phone for your train ride home, and then you walk in your front door and you pull it up on your TV screen. So you've just watched the same game seamlessly across three different screens over the course of, you know, maybe an hour and making sure that that works is definitely a priority. And I think people just can can develop new habits. It was a few years ago, the World Series was on Halloween in the US. And I remember we we heard a ton of feedback from people that were out trick-or-treating with their kids and they had their phone out and they were watching the World Series on their phone as they're trick-or-treating around the neighborhood. So they didn't have to miss a game that they otherwise would have to choose between, do I want to go trick-or-treating with my kids or do I want to watch the World Series? And you know they didn't have to make that choice anymore. Awesome. Really good anecdotes. Okay. So without putting you on the spot with anything that you can tell us, like what can we finish up with this really interesting talk? Like, is there anything we should be out looking for that you can speak about? I do think that we can, you know, anticipate more of the trends that we've been seeing, right? Users are demanding more of their services, rightfully so. You know, they want more flexibility in how to watch. They want to have more and more of this personalization that they're accustomed to. They want more and more control easily being able to get to the content and TV moments that matter most. And they want quality and reliability. So, you know, one thing that we've been really focused on, you were joking earlier about 16K, but, you know, I think the U.S. is a little bit behind on 4K for games compared to some other some other countries. This is a big focus for us. How can we bring more games to people in 4K so that, you know, our, our subscribers can enjoy that enhanced picture quality? So that's something you've, you know, if you're a YouTube TV user, you've seen more and more of over the past several months. Personally, as a user, I really hope this trend accelerates that we start to, you know, amp up the 4K even more. All right. Maybe something on a personal note. We had you visiting us in Israel one time. When is the next time we're going to see you? We're going to see you here. Oh, I would love to come back. In our next event. Yeah, your next event. Would love to be back. I can't say enough good things about, about you guys and the company and just how, how warm everybody is, how passionate everybody is there and super knowledgeable about all sports. I'm always shocked how much you know about like my personal teams and things that are, you know, not even necessarily the, the sports you grew up with, but you're uh, super knowledgeable and passionate about it, which I, which I always love to hear. Thanks, uh, awesome. We're passionate about sports here. We all do something we like. Uh, and you've been, again, leading the charge on bringing better experiences for everybody, all the fans. And we're in that group of fans. So it's awesome to see, awesome to be a part of. And humble and really, really appreciative to play a role in everything you guys are doing. I'm looking forward to, uh, to much more to come. Yeah, likewise. So, Catherine uh, Cochran, thank you very much for joining us. It's been great, very informative, very interesting. Looking forward to what you're going to... You're going to roll out in the next uh, few months and years. Definitely. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Aviv, this has been a great chat. So great to talk to Catherine. Such an amazing product they built there and so many good insights. Yeah, definitely. I think for me personally, it's also one of these opportunities where we're able to be involved early and see the industry shaping. Yeah, I think it's double early. It's early in terms of the industry and where it's at and what YouTube TV has been able to achieve early before everyone else. And also early for WC, we've been able to 
really collaborate with a mammoth like YouTube TV really early in the life of the company and bring what we bring to the table really early. So it's an emotional story really connected to what we've been doing in the last few years. And Catherine has really been leading the charge there on YouTube TV. It's, it's amazing to see. Yeah, a lot of it thanks to Catherine. So it was really fun to have her here. Yeah, it's also going to be very interesting to see where TVs are going to be in the next two, three, five, perhaps even 10 years. YouTube TV is really carving the way. This has been great, Aviv. Thanks for the time. Uh, still many, many good things uh, still to come, right? Yes, exciting. A few episodes coming up. So thanks for the time as well, Shaka. Till next time. See ya. Thanks to all of you for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review or share the show with a friend. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so now so that you never miss a new episode. For your hosts, I am Shaka. And I am Aviv. where there are known brothers, and this has been Sports Content Kings by WSC Sports. Thank you all for joining and looking forward to seeing you here again.